1: This is My Guys in the Desert with Stormy
2: Bonantoni on v the Sports Betting Network.
0: Welcome in to My Guys in the Desert. No, I am not Stormy Bonantoni. I am Femi Abebefe filling in for Stormy, who is out on assignment doing her college football sideline gig. She'll be in Eugene covering the Arizona and Oregon game tomorrow night. A little Pac-12 after dark action. So, you're rolling with me for the next hour here on V-CIN, the Sports Betting Network. Here we go, my guys in the desert. Are so happy to be here. It's our first Friday in the fall. Football is all throughout the air, so we're going to be tackling it all hour in this show here we got a couple of great guests joining us we have kenny white joining us in a matter of moments from the power sportsline cbs sports hq kenny's a busy guy so we appreciate the time that he'll be spending us here in about five minutes also chris andrews the sports book director out at the south point hotel he will be joining us here in about 30 minutes to break down all the games of intrigue in the nfl and in college football we were hoping to have stormy but some Some flight complications, so she's unable to join us here, but uh, we wish her the best of luck tomorrow night covering the game out there in Eugene. So Femi, if you haven't, if you haven't met me before, if you don't know me, know that you can check me out tomorrow morning, point spread Saturday with Amal Shah. That's from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. East coast time. That's five to seven on the West coast. We're going to break down everything college football as well on Sunday. Point Spread Sunday is how we named it here. And we'll break down all things NFL, same time slot. But I will be with Mike Pritchard, who you've heard also here along the VSIN lineup. Just another show, a part of this new fall lineup that we have here at VSIN that we try to get you into the most profitable of situations this football season here. So let's get underway with the our top five, folks. Let's do the top five rankings, top five storylines that you need to know on this Friday here, September 24th in 2021. Starting with number one. The Houston Texans and the Carolina Panthers. How about those Panthers? Now 3-0, knocking off the Texans 24-9 last night in Houston. Carolina was able to cover the eight-point spread while the game goes under the total of 43. Our first primetime under that we have here this season. Now the over 6-1 in those primetime games. Panthers, they improved to 3-0, Straight up and against the spread to so the market, trying to play a little bit of catch up with Matt Rule's team. there. Texans fall to one and two, two and one against the spread. Congratulations to that Caesars better. Stormy mentioned it yesterday, but one better at Caesars placed a seven hundred and sixty thousand dollar wager on the Panthers money line at minus three eighty. Well. That person is now $200,000 richer, not a play that I necessarily would have made there. Uh, You never know how things are going. I'm sure that person was sweating a little bit. uh, That final drive of the first half when Davis Mills looked like he was a pretty formidable quarterback, uh, but they get that win nonetheless there. Congratulations to that person. Sam Donald, he was solid, 304 yards passing. DJ Moore, eight catches, 126 yards. Davis Mills, not too shabby in the first start there. uh, 168 yards and a touchdown, but he was sacked four times and was hit a number of other times there, so they'll have to get him protected while he's in for Tyrod Taylor, who's out for about a handful of more weeks with that hamstring injury. Uh, Carolina, though, didn't get through this game unscathed. Rookie cornerback JC Horn, their first round pick, suffered a broken foot. It's not season ending, according to reports, but he will be out for a while. Look for him to be placed on the injured reserve list. Running back Christian McCaffrey also suffered a strained hamstring. He is now expected to miss a few weeks, according to reports. So Chuba Hubbard, the rookie out of Oklahoma State, will take his place as running back number one for the Carolina Panthers. Their next game is at the Dallas Cowboys. They get a little bit of extra rest before that game, which will be one of the marquee games of that early slate in week four of the NFL. To the number two storyline of the day, good news and bad news for the Baltimore Ravens. We'll start with the good news because I like my dessert first. The Lamar Jackson experience will continue. Uh, He missed Thursday's practice with an illness and some hip soreness. The hip soreness was actually from when he flipped into the end zone late in the game against the Kansas City Chiefs to give the Ravens that lead. He said it felt sore. He was out of practice yesterday. It feels good because he returned to practice today. Also, he had a little bit of an illness yesterday. They're calling it a stomach bug. Not sure what Lamar ate, but I'm sure he's hoping to eat come Sunday in Motown against the Detroit Lions there. But Lamar will have a lot of the weight on his shoulders because the Ravens, we just learned in the last hour, will be without four key members of their front seven on defense. Brandon Williams, Justin Matabuke, Jalen Ferguson, and Justin Houston have all been placed on the reserve COVID list within this last hour here. So that line was Baltimore minus eight about two hours ago. Now it's ticked down to Baltimore minus seven and a half. Not a huge movement, but something to keep an eye if you're looking to play your survivor pools. Uh, I know Baltimore's gonna be a pretty popular pick this week because they're going up against the Detroit Lions. And how could it ever lose? Well. One of the reasons and one of the ways these games lose is because you're down pretty much half of your defensive line there. So those guys, four of those players will be on the reserve COVID list for the Baltimore Ravens. That total has actually ticked up slightly. It was sitting at 50 a couple hours ago. Now 50 and a half or 51 even in some places. So that is our number two storyline. The number three storyline back to the running backs. And we know they take a beating and a couple key ones are injured heading into week number three, starting with the Minnesota Vikings running back dalvin cook who is nursing an ankle injury now dalvin cook didn't practice all week in fact reporters were tweeting out earlier today that he was standing off to the side during the stretching period then also went inside the facility once the practice got underway for the portion that was available for the media reporters cook right now he had a heck of a game against the arizona cardinals but got banged up towards the end there he is the engine of that offense outside of those two weapons with justin jefferson and adam phelan so look for dalvin cook to be questionable for this game they are hosting the seattle seahawks sunday afternoon that game right now vikings two point underdogs with a total of 55 so a lot of points and we know a lot of prop players and fantasy players like to lean on dalvin cook well dalvin cook may not be available we'll have to check those inactive lists as well as raiders running back josh jacobs he is doubtful We just learned that in the last hour from the Las Vegas beat writers there. Jacob's also dealing with an ankle injury. He missed last Sunday's game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Didn't practice all week. Wasn't present for when the media was able to watch practice. The Raiders are three and a half point favorites at home here in Vegas against the Miami Dolphins. That total sitting at 44. Another ankle that we're monitoring closely, these ankle injuries. I tell you guys, the number four storyline Colts quarterback Carson Wentz. A surprise he was limited in practice today after not being able to practice on Wednesday or on Thursday for head coach Frank Wright says they're waiting to see how Wentz responds to the work that he got today so we'll learn more within the next 24 hours it will be a game time decision for Carson Wentz as the Colts are five and a half point underdogs on the road against the Tennessee Titans that total sitting at 48 if Wentz can't go it could be Jacob Eason who came in last week against the LA Rams and that final drive didn't look too great. Or it could be Brett Hunley, who actually got some first-team reps earlier this week in practice, Hunley three and six as a starter in the NFL. And our number five storyline, Odell Beckham Jr. is set to return for the Cleveland Browns and it's right on time. The Browns recently placed Jarvis Landry on the injured reserve list. So they will now get Beckham who tore his ACL 11 months ago. He was able to practice full all week, wasn't even on the practice report today so he is good to go Cleveland right now a seven point favorite with the total at 44 and a half in that game an interesting one there out in Cleveland Odell Beckham making his return so we mentioned Kenny White will be joining us and we have our guy Kenny White on Skype I believe Sportsline CBS Sports HQ the PowerRatings.com. Kenny thank you for joining us here on my guys in the desert out here at Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas Nevada and Kenny the first game I want to get to is the morning game in the nfl between the kansas city chiefs and the los angeles chargers chiefs a seven point favorite total 54 and a half and it's not too often we see the chiefs against an afc west team patrick mahomes is healthy and they're only laying a touchdown but we all know that kansas city hasn't covered often in the last 13 games i believe it's two and 11 in their last 13 uh, against the spread though but is this kind of a buy low spot for the chiefs in your opinion or, or or are the chargers a live dog on sunday
1: Elfemio, you know, these games are tough when they're division games like this. And last year was a bad year for ATS records for the Chiefs. You mentioned 2 and 11 now, not starting out well this year. But before that, Andy's Reed, Andy Reid's team was tremendous 42 and 27 ATS the previous four years. And last year, they were 1 in 5 ATS first division opponents. But the four years prior to that, they were 18 and 6. Everything cyclical goes back and forth. Uh, I, I, I'm expecting off a loss back home. Uh, that Patrick Mahomes is going to take care of business in this game. Uh, It'll be a second true road game for Justin Herbert. I think this is going to be a much tougher atmosphere for him to play in. More pressure in this football game, going up against one of the best quarterbacks. He didn't have to match point for point against the Washington football team. He will in this game. I think he makes some mistakes on the road, and I think the Chiefs get there. I I made the Chiefs 11 in this game. That's what I thought the betting line should be. So got a four-point edge here.
0: Yeah, that's a significant edge there uh, in the NFL there. Chiefs, a four or 11 points uh, favorite in your eyes at least. And so that's seven. That could be an interesting one to lay there. The Sunday night football game features the Green Bay Packers and the San Francisco 49ers. Packers are three-point road underdogs, but the injury report hasn't been too favorable. It sounds like Elgin Jenkins, the left tackle, will be doubtful for the game. Also, it appears that San Francisco might be getting Eric Armstead back, Emmanuel Mosley, their cornerback, back. Uh, what's your read on this game? Packers laying three with a total at a 50 and a half or so or rather 49ers laying three,
1: sorry, 49ers laying three. And this game was four uh, before the Packers uh, won on Monday night. So if you looked at the early line, you might've been able to get four with the Packers. Uh, I I played the game under Femi. I I like what I'm seeing out of both these defenses. Now the Packers haven't played great defense yet, uh, but they have the players too. And I think they're just going to just take time to gel uh, but I think their defense right now is ahead of their offense. Uh, the Packers looked great in the second half, but that was Detroit. That's a very weak football team. This is going to be a much more difficult test for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, the offense without David Bakhtiari, the left tackle, is uh, that is a big loss for them. And I think that's one of the big reasons this offense really isn't what it is. When you're talking about a left tackle, he is just one of the best in the business. So. Rodgers looks a little off. The defense is good. They ran the ball more times than they passed it against Detroit uh, last last year. They were 13th and 14th in the NFL in rush in terms of rushing. This year, San Francisco's number two,
0: 33 rush attempts a game. All right, Kenny, we're going to get you to actually stick around with us for another segment on the other side. Talk a little more NFL and some college football as well. So hang tight there, Kenny. Don't go anywhere. We'll get more of your thoughts on the college football slate for tomorrow's action. We'll be right back here on My Guys in the Desert, but make sure to download the free OddsTrader.com app to compare betting odds from licensed sportsbooks, access injury reports, and game action.
2: You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Tony on VSIN, the sports betting network.
0: Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VEASAN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24-7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money and ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to vson.com data and analysis. You get everything VEASAN has to offer for only $22 per month. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Femi and Bebefe in for Stormy today on my guys in the desert, Kenny White, has taken the pleasure of uh, doing two segments with us here on this fantastic fall Friday, Kenny. uh, I wanted to touch on the NFL real quick before we get into college football. And it's interesting. We have five teams in the NFL who are 0 two against the spread. And it's a collection of teams that don't really fit the bill of what you would think, at least at least one of them, at least Uh, well. So I'll list the teams off for you. It's the Kansas city chiefs, the Atlanta Falcons, Washington football team, New York jets, and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Of those five teams, which one do you think is most likely to cover on Sunday and which one is least likely to cover this upcoming Sunday?
1: Yeah, I heard this trend uh, yesterday, I believe it was, that 0 2 teams the past, I don't know how many years, it was like a 70% cover in week three. So that's, I mean, that's all of them look like they're in good spots. Jacksonville, Arizona could have a letdown uh, coming off a big win. Their defense looked a little light and they play the Rams next. Uh, but the one I've got to give you is the, is the Chiefs. I, I made it 11. I think they're coming off a loss. Uh, that's Patrick Mahomes' first loss in September, first time he's thrown an interception. This guy's just a great quarterback. I think it's a big advantage for the Chiefs. Andy Reid is always well-prepared for his, his uh, division opponents. Uh, the one that uh, would, would maybe go 0-3, Atlanta. Um, they just look in uh, all sorts, uh, both sides, offense, defense, out of sorts. And this is an offense that should be fairly decent with Matt Ryan, but the offensive line is so weak and the defense is bad. Danny dimes actually wasn't Danny drops. Didn't turn the ball over against (laughs)
0: Washington. So if he can do that again, the giants should get a win over Atlanta. Yeah. Right now the giants are laying three points at home against the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Neither team has looked too impressive. So maybe roll with the home team. Like Kenny mentioned there Uh, on the college football side tomorrow, tomorrow, week number four in college football it's crazy how these things are just flying on by there but the game of the day happens to be in soldier field between notre dame and wisconsin and we know the storylines going in it's jack cone going up against his former team the wisconsin badgers going up against the quarterback who replaced him in graham mertz but storylines aside do you like anything in this game whether it be side or total wisconsin laying six and a half with the total sitting at 45. Yeah, I think this is going to be a great game. I think it's uh, two evenly matched football teams,
1: and playing in Soldiers Field is a uh, Notre Dame home game because they were supposed to play last year. Game was canceled because of COVID. That was going to be at Lambeau Field. That was Wisconsin's home game. Now, we know the Cheeseheads will travel well, but it's going to be Notre Dame. I I think about 70% is what I'm hearing Notre Dame fans. I'm not really giving any home advantage, though. I, I think Notre Dame will be louder. That'll be a little bit of an edge. I have Wisconsin one in the game. I, I think are very similar. Uh, I have Wisconsin, the seventh best offense in college football, and that's because they're running game. Uh, the, I have Notre Dame, eighth best in offensively. Um, Graham Mertz has struggled at quarterback, less than seven yards a pass, two INTs, no touchdowns. Jack Cohen. He lost his starting job last year to Graham Mertz because of an ankle injury and never regained the job. And this was the starting quarterback in 2019. Uh, set a couple of uh, records, I think, for Wisconsin in passing. He started out very well. So he's got a chip on his shoulder. Uh, his Notre Dame guys like him a lot, and I believe that this team will be ready. I feel like I've had a good handle on Notre Dame so far. They played played Florida State in the win one for Bobby Bowden game. They had a big lead. Florida State came back. They took Toledo lightly. But they won both of those football games, and last week they played one of their bigger rivals in Purdue. It's a bigger rivalry for Purdue than it is Notre Dame, but yet the Irish got there by 14, and it really wasn't even that close. I think they could have won by by 17 or 21. So um, I think Notre Dame is a very good football team. They're in a good spot here getting six and a half.
0: Would you take a look at the total maybe because I know – both defenses, I mean, the defense for Notre Dame has struggled a little bit with the head, or not head coach, but new defensive coordinator, Marcus Freeman from Cincinnati. But Wisconsin's defense has been awesome on that front seven. Would you maybe look at the the under in this game? How do you see the game, at least from a pace standpoint, playing out? Yeah, I do I do lean to the under, and there are a couple of uh, trends.
1: Uh, Paul Christ is 39 and 22 under in the first half of his games. So a big under for his teams, because they love to run the ball. Ryan Kelly is 40 and 21 to the under in the second half in his games. So he likes to take the air out of the football when he's got the lead. So, yeah, I I do lean to the under. And I think it's kind of a correlated parlay that, you know, the lower scoring the game is, the more points are to premium. Getting that six and a half is a big,
0: big edge here. We're talking with Kenny White of Sportsline, theparoratings.com and CBS Sports hq the abc primetime game of the week is west virginia traveling to norman to face number four oklahoma oklahoma the sooners laying 17 points with a total at 56 or 56 and a half but they haven't been too impressive thus far this season their only cover is against i believe it was western carolina uh, and that was like a blowout victory against an fcs school so are you comfortable laying 17 with the sooners team that seems to kind of be struggling on offense. We thought the defense would be why they're struggling, but offensively, at least against Nebraska, didn't look too impressive.
1: Yeah, you're right. They haven't put a full game together yet. And I, I'm sure Lincoln Riley, after two scares already this early in the season, his guys are going to be ready here. I, I laid the points with the Sooners because they're one of my top, top four teams in the country. They got my number three offense and my number five defense. The defense didn't look at against Tulane, because I think they took them lightly. They didn't realize what they were up against. A very well coached football team. Willie Fritz is one of the most unheralded coaches in the country, and his teams can score. He is a very innovative offensive guy, and he's got a good quarterback. He's got a good team. Uh, They they took Oklahoma by surprise, Uh, but Oklahoma did step on their neck for about 20 minutes. They completely dominated uh, that game, and once they got a big lead, they let up again, and Willie Fritz's team got back into it. Uh, Last week, Nebraska, I have Nebraska seven points better than than West Virginia. If those two played on a, a neutral. So Nebraska is a better football team than West Virginia. Uh, the Mountaineers, Neil Brown in his third year now, came from Troy. This guy's a good coach. He can coach. So you're going up against a good coach. But he hasn't done well versus top 25s because he doesn't have the talent to hang in with top 25 teams. 0-6 straight up, 2-4 and 4 ATS. His quarterback, uh, Garrett Dogey, is a slightly above average quarterback. He has played below average so far this year. Uh, Spencer Rattler has not done great yet, but this guy's got so many skills. I think you're gonna see him have a great game this week against uh, uh, West Virginia. West Virginia's offense, I am ranked 98th in the country. Their defense is number 30, so that's
0: their strength. But I think Oklahoma has too many horses for the Mountaineers. Yeah, Oklahoma right now 10 to 1 to win the national title at DraftKings. In the Big 12, Texas, they got back in the win column last Saturday, defeating Rice now. But now Big 12 play is underway, and they're nine point favorites at home against Texas Tech. Now, this line was 11. It opened up at, it got down to seven and a half earlier this week. Now we're seeing it at nine with a total at 62. Do you agree with this move buying back on this Texas team against the Red Raiders?
1: No, I don't. I, I like Texas Tech going in. This was one of my surprise teams in the Big 12 this year. Um, I really like this team. Matt Wells, uh, another really good football coach, came from Utah State. Uh, his quarterback, Tyler Shaw, transferred in from Oregon. All Shaw has done, completed 68% of his passes, 10 yards a pass, six TDs to two interceptions so far. This guy can play. Matt Wells is a very innovative head coach uh, offensively. They can score points. Their, their offense is 26th ranked in my my uh, ratings and their defense number 56. Uh, Sarkeesian finally went with the right quarterback, I feel. I thought Casey Thompson should have been the starter from the get-go. He showed du- dual threat capabilities. A uh, big game against Rice and, and 44 rushing yards and two touchdowns against Arkansas. And that swarming defense. Uh, Texas Tech's defense is nowhere near that. I see both teams getting uh, in the 30s in this game and going flying
0: over the total. All right, Kenny, in about a minute here, our final game in the ACC, Clemson against North Carolina State. Now, this line is hanging around 10. It opened up at 11. We saw a little bit of uh, money coming in on the Wolfpack, the total sitting at 47 and a half. I want to ask you two questions, this one. Uh, First, Clemson, do they have a chance to make the playoff? They're plus 155 at DraftKings to make the playoffs. It's crazy to see that number when you factor in the conference that they play in. And number two, is this the ultimate buy low spot for the Tigers that have yet to cover so far this season?
1: Um, I'm going to say no because I like NC State so much. I, I think Clemson can win this game, and if they do, this is going to be one of their toughest games all year long. If they get by this one and the offense ever starts clicking, uh, they're going to be they're they're a top three team, and they should be in the college football playoffs if they're only losses to Georgia. Uh, this one though, last week they scored 14 points. We saw that against Georgia Tech. They're my 40th ranked defense in the country. NC State has my number seven defense in the entire country. That's the strength of this football team. I think it's a very low scoring game. I still have Clemson's D number one in the country. I think it's a low scoring game. Points are at a premium again. This is a
0: correlated parlay for me. It's tease it, squeeze it, and parlay at <laughs> NC State to the under. NC State to the under. Right now, I'm looking at the odds on DraftKings. Clemson 12-1 to 1 to win the national title. But you mentioned it that if they don't start looking impressive, I don't know how this Clemson team is going to get to the playoffs playoff to begin with, let alone win a national championship there. But Kenny White... Joining us here on a Friday of the PowerRatings.com Sportsline and CBS Sports HQ. Kenny, you're a busy man, so we'll let you go now, but appreciate you joining us once again here on My Guys in the Desert. Pleasure, Femi. Thanks for having me today. Have a great weekend. Cash some tickets. All right, we will try to do that indeed. And one guy on the other side that's going to help us try to cash some tickets as well in college football in the NFL is Chris Andrews, the sports book director out at the South Point. He's joining us here on My Guys in the Desert. Don't go away. You're watching VCIN, D Sports Betting Network.
2: You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network.
0: When you place your football bets this week, try out the new same game parlays at Bet River Sportsbook. Mix, match, and multiply your payouts with player prop combinations along with traditional game lines. It's easy and fun. Give it a go this week. Or if golf's more your speed, you can get a 20% profit boost every day of the Ryder Cup. Log in, bet, and win at BetRivers. Download the app today or go to BetRivers.com. Bet me a Bebe Fay fill in for Stormy Bonatoni here on My Guys in the Desert, coming to you from the Circa Sportsbook. we have Chris Andrews coming up in a matter of moments. But first, I wanted to give you a smelly play, a cringeworthy play that you're not going to feel good about once you submit it into your app or uh, tell the teller over the window, but it's one that you might want to consider And my cringeworthy play of the day folks is Southern Mississippi getting 45 and a half against the top ranked Alabama Crimson Tide. Big dogs gotta eat. And this is a big, big dog here uh, going up against Alabama. And one of the reasons why I like this game or one of the multitude of reasons why I like this game is one for Alabama running back Brian Robinson is quote unquote day to day according to Nick Saban. Robinson dealing with rib injuries after what he suffered an injury against the Florida Gators last week. Saban thinks he'll be okay, but I doubt they really push and give it a go with Robinson there. But also, another thing to keep in mind, Alabama, two and eight against the spread in their last 10 games against Conference USA opponents. Also, two and eight ATS in their last 10 September games. Also, Nick Saban, the guy who's probably the greatest college football coach of all time, three and 11 against the spread when favored by 45 points or more. This is an easy look-ahead spot with the big game against Ole Miss coming up next Saturday in Tuscaloosa. That's the one between the Heisman favorites, Bryce Young, Matt Corral. All eyes and all attention, in my opinion, because these are college kids Is probably paying attention to that game against the Ole Miss, running Rebels there, Lynn Kiffin coming into town. So I'm taking the big dog, Southern Mississippi. You're giving me 45 and a half, and I'm going to go ahead and take all those points. Also mention Southern Miss 4-1 and one, ATS when facing a top 10 team. Since 2008, so give me Southern Miss plus 45 and a half, and I think it's one that you should consider as well. Well, Chris Andrews, our guy from the South Point, the sports book director out there. Now, I typically talk to Chris on the pregame show, which you can watch from 9 to 10 West Coast time, noon to one on Vison here. I usually talk to him on the pregame shows we get ready for the NFL. But Chris, nice to see you here on My Guys in the Desert. And I wanted to talk to you first about the Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Los Angeles Chargers. Chiefs right now laying seven points in that contest total at 54.5. What are you guys seeing behind the counter with this game? I'm sure it's a, one of the more heavily bet games of the early window.
2: Well, the heavy bets are all on the Chiefs. We open the game six and a half, we're up to seven. I thought guys would come in and start taking the Chargers plus the seven, but we've hardly seen anything at the plus seven, as a matter of fact, they're even laying me the seven on the Chiefs. So, you know, I mean, I'm gonna be very hesitant to go any higher than seven, but, uh, you know, we may have to go there at some point, because right now, it's nothing but Chiefs money all the way.
0: And would you say that's respected money, or is that mainly recreational money?
2: Well, the respected money definitely came in and laid the six and a half, I mean, that was uh, the pros. But since then, the followers have come in and they've laid the seven. Um, I really think if dog bettors are out there, and I think they will be, uh, they're just waiting at this point to see what kind of number they can get, maybe a seven and a half. You know, we don't do anything with juice here, so everything we do is an 11 to 10 at the South Point. But, um, you know, maybe they're looking to take seven even money or, you know, maybe seven and a half and lay a little juice, something like that. But, uh, you know, right now they're waiting me out, and it might be the smart move. Good, but I'm not moving yet. If, it, if I get ten <laughs> enough, I will, but not yet. Then
0: yeah, That's interesting to note that the chiefs are the side that we're seeing all the kind of momentum pushing towards because the chiefs are Owen two against the spread so far this season. In fact, they're two and 11 ATS in their last 13 games. One of five teams to be Owen two against the spread here so far this NFL season going along with the Atlanta Falcons, the Washington football team, the New York jets and the Jacksonville Jaguars. And Chris, I wanted to ask you of those five teams that are Owen two ATS, which one has the best chance to cover on Sunday, in your opinion, and which one has the least likely to cover come Sunday? <laughs> okay,
2: run those five by me again, Femi. Uh,
0: Chiefs, Falcons, Washington, okay. Jets, and Jaguars.
2: Well, I can tell you, we got good money on Washington. So a lot of guys do finally believe that this team, that their defense was highly regarded, highly regarded before the season start, hasn't played all that well yet. But I think they, they think, the pros think, that they're going to give Buffalo a pretty good battle here in what could be a defensive struggle. 45 and a half, not a, you know, kind of a mid-range total. But saw also a lot of sharp money there. You know, the Falcons, uh, you know, I don't know. That's one of those games nobody knows they're playing. I opened at three, and we haven't moved. Uh, <laughs> side total, money line, anything on that game. So, I don't know. Maybe that might sneak up there. The Jaguars? Boy, I, you know, I mean, I'd like to kind of agree with that, but um, boy, tough to pull a trigger on that team. But man, you know, you're talking about seven and a half, eight point favorites on the road with Arizona. I don't know, but, you know, we'll see. And, and I hope it's not Kansas City because right now, all I got <laughs> is Kansas City. But so I'm hoping that's not the one.
0: <laughs> Speaking with Chris Andrews, the sportsbook director at the Southwind Hotel and Casino, I'm sure the most bet game of the week of course, is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the Los Angeles Rams. I believe at last check on the Osborne that I saw, Tampa Bay is laying one at the South Point with a total of 55 and a half. Have you seen two-way action with this game, or is the public uh, just kind of backing Tom Brady because that's been profitable over the last 21-plus years?
2: Oh, you noticed that, huh? Yeah. uh, (laughs) (laughs) You probably haven't gone broke if you've been betting Tom Brady for the last 20 years. Yeah, the money's on the Bucks, but you know, really, the ticket count's pretty strong both ways. I, you know, I have a feeling. So we're at one right now. I have a feeling we're we're going to wind up at one and a half. Uh, But I'm going to let them bet me. I really think there's a big game for the Rams. You know, the Bucks have uh, New England on tap next week. Now, the rest of the team probably doesn't care that much about that. But you know, Tom and Gronkowski, uh, they're certainly looking at to New England. Uh, I'm, I don't know how much that will affect them this week. Maybe a little bit. But I think the Rams are a really, really good team. And, uh, you know, I, I give a – you know, it's hard to say, but I give a slight defensive edge to the Rams. You know, the Bucks have all, a lot of great names on defense, but they haven't played great yet on defense. I don't know. I think this is going to be a hell of a game. and if, You know, whoever they bet me, you know, I'll be, I'll be fine with it. But right now it looks like all the money is coming in on the Bucks.
0: One of the morning games that is now kind of vaulted, at least in my opinion, to a level of interest is between the Baltimore Ravens and the Detroit Lions because within the last hour, we saw the report that the Ravens placed four members of their front seven on defense on the reserve COVID list. I mean, Justin Houston, Justin Matabike, Jalen Ferguson, Brandon Williams, now all unavailable in Detroit against the Lions. But I see that you guys still have it at, Ravens minus eight and a total of 50. Some shops have gone down to seven and a half. How is it? How tricky is it? At least as an odds maker, having to keep track of this COVID information that's going on, the ins and outs. I mean, do you just kind of just see how people bet you, or do you move on on news? Like what we just saw about 90 minutes ago. Well, news that
2: big, you have to move on that. And I was at eight and a half. And when I saw all that, I did go to eight. Uh, I still do have quite a bit of money though on the Ravens. So I, I, I wouldn't shy away from a bet on the lines. I have a feeling uh, one, something is going to come in on them. But I, will, I don't mind taking a bet because I had a, a lot of early Raven money before all this news came out. And, of course, you had Lamar Jackson. Some rumors of, you know, they're calling it illness. We don't know if it's COVID or not. Uh, I know Adam Schefter reported that when he did that dive into the, that flip into the end zone the other day that yeah. he hurt his hip. I'm not sure that's true or not, but Schefter usually doesn't say stuff that's totally unfounded. I haven't seen that report really in too many other places. But anyway, that team really has had a lot of injuries. They were certainly one of the favorites going into this year to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. Um, you know, listen, They had a huge win last week, and I think if healthy, they deserve to be one of the favorites to go to the Super Bowl. But uh, right now, they have tons of injuries, both sides of the ball. Uh, but are the lions a team that could capitalize on that? I mean that's a big question. And I'm not sure the answer is yes. And that's why you're seeing an eight point and half or we're at eight, but I see a lot of seven and a half, seven and a half point uh margin of you know, spread on on a road, which is you know pretty significant in this league.
0: Another game I want to ask you about, Chris, here is Bengals at Steelers, and we got about uh forty-five seconds left here. The Steelers right now laying three points at home with a total of 43, but there's so many injuries. TJ Watt, Deontay Johnson, we don't know how healthy Big Ben is. What do you make of this line? Steelers minus three with a total of 43.
2: Yeah, even missed a couple guys, you know, Harden, their best cornerback. Uh, You know, Bush, probably their second best linebacker uh, to TJ Watt. He's hurt. We don't know about Ben, but just a ton of injuries. Probably the two teams out in the North there, the AFC North, you know the the, uh, the Steelers and the Ravens—they're the two teams that probably suffered the most so far this year. So that leaves the door wide open for Cleveland. But you know we're we're betting this game. I I think the numbers have gotten pretty low. I think we we'll, I think we might wind up at three and a half on that
0: Steelers game. I like the sound of that because I bet Pittsburgh minus three. So hopefully uh, they can. I don't <laughs> know if the if the mass unit got to get out there that they can get this thing home against Cincinnati. Be able to. Chris Andrews—he's going to join us for another segment. So don't go away. You're watching My Guys in the Desert on VCN Sports Betting Network.
2: You're listening to My Guys of the Desert with Stormy Bon and Tony on V the Sports Betting Network.
0: Download the free OddsTrader.com app to compare betting odds from licensed sports books access injury reports, in-game action, and much more. Go to OddsTrader.com. It is Femi Bebefe filling in for Stormy Bonatoni here on My Guys in the Desert, coming to you from the Circa Sportsbook here in downtown Las Vegas. And that OddsTrader app can probably help you out with our next game that we're going to talk with. We're speaking with Chris Andrews, the Sportsbook director out at the South Point. Injuries, injuries, injuries. Seems to be the theme here in week number three of the NFL. And one injury in the Colts-Titans game is a pretty big one. Colts quarterback Carson Wentz practice limited today Chris Uh, and so he's sounds like he will be a game time decision according to head coach Frank Reich. there but how do you how have you guys kind of gone throughout the week of of handicapping this game I see you guys are at five and a half in favor of the Tennessee Titans with a total of 48 but I'm sure that number comes down if if Wentz is ruled active and maybe it might go up to maybe even touch seven if he's inactive how have you guys kind of gone about handicapping this one here
2: well, you know, Femi, mean, you kind of hit on it. We opened the game four and a half, and then when word got out about just how bad Wentz was, you know, they laid the four and a half. You know, we started moving it. We're moving it up to five, even five and a half. Laid that, we went to six. Now, they started coming in even, you know, just today, started taking the six. So that's when the word kind of got out that you know Wentz did practice. He didn't, you know, look 100%. Uh, I think you're right. It's probably going to be more or less a game-time decision. Uh, I know they're not real enthused about their backups, so they, they really want to get this guy ready to play. Um, you know, he's had injury problems for the last couple of years, so we'll have to see. But, you know, I can tell you this, the money did show. Uh, that's why we moved it down to five and a half. But uh, it's one of those where, you know, we hate to move without a bet, but this is just really big news one way or the other if we find out he is playing or he's not playing. So we're just going to have to kind of keep our ear to the ground and make sure we, uh, we're well aware of what's going on there.
0: Yeah, I think that might be one that we figure out at maybe 8.30 West Coast time in the morning when that inactives yeah. list comes out. Uh, so that'll be big news to keep track of come Sunday morning. An afternoon game that I'm sure is getting a lot of action as well at your guys' sportsbook. The Miami Dolphins taking on the Las Vegas Raiders. This line now, Vegas minus four with a total of 43.5. Tua Tungo Valoa, of course, has been ruled out. It will be Jacoby <laughs> Brissett getting his first start of the season here in 2021. But I'd imagine that it has to be one way traffic with this Raiders team, but maybe some, the line is dance. So I'd assume maybe the public it's one way traffic with the Raiders coming off of a two and 0 start. But I think maybe some respected people might've gobbled up that uh, those points there when it was four, four and a half. Is that, am I correct <laughs> with that? Read?
2: Uh, you're a hundred percent correct. Yeah. Uh, the ticket count is probably I'm looking right now. It's like about nine to one in favor of the Raiders. But we had some real big play at four and a half on the Dolphins, which I got to say kind of did surprise me. I think Brissett is an okay quarterback, um, but I don't think he'll ever be, a, you know, a serious contender to be a starter in this league. But he's certainly competent. But I thought it would mean a lot with two of going out. But like I said, the money showed at four and a half. Some, uh, you know, some pretty big play we had. So we're at four. Uh, the public's laying it all back, and uh, I don't know if we're going to see four and a half again. We might. I see some three and a half, actually, in a couple of spots. So I have a feeling the wise guys might be waiting, just to take four, or uh, you know, if it doesn't go any higher, I think they'll wind up taking the four. They're obviously hoping for a little more if they can. But the sharp money is definitely on the Dolphins. Um, you know, there's some problems with Derek Carr too. He's probably not 100. You know, family, you've been talking about injuries. Uh, you know, this whole uh, last couple segments and. I mean, that's certainly a theme of the day. And the Raiders have had their share injuries, too. But, you know, we can run up and down the, the whole league. And probably every team is, you know, feeling some sort of pain from injuries. And it just kind of depends who they are and if they're clustered around one position or not. It's uh, really going to have the, the, the biggest effect on the number.
0: Speaking with Chris Andrews, the Sportsbook Director at the South Point Hotel and Casino. And one game I really want to ask you about here, Chris the New Orleans Saints against the New England Patriots. And I'm looking at the odds board right now. You guys have moved to two and a half. So off of the key number of three, it was Patriots minus three. At a lot of other places around town Uh, throughout the week, it's been Patriots minus three. You guys are now at two and a half, which indicates to me at least that a lot of respected money is coming in on the New Orleans Saints.
2: I think Jimmy just tweeted out a ticket. that uh, We took a $100,000 bet on the Saints. Uh, wow. Plus three. So, so that kind of convinced us to go to two and a half. Uh, he's a guy. I've known him for quite a few years, really a good guy, pretty sharp handicapper too. So he took the plus three., uh, so we're two and a half. and like I said earlier, we don't do anything but uh, go in eleven to ten. We don't use any juice on any numbers. So uh, it's either three or two and a half. We went to two and a half after that size of a bet. And uh, like I said, he's a guy that I have a lot of respect for. takes a lot of winners and They've been afraid to back his opinion with some uh, with some serious cash as he did uh, today when he bet the Saints. So, yeah, I, I have a lot of respect for that play. But I think we'll get some play back on the Patriots too. There's, you know, it's uh, Bill Belichick at home. Saints have looked, you know, a little shaky. Great first game, not so great second game. And, uh, you know, we'll see how it comes out today. But I think we'll get some Patriot money back at the two and a half.
0: Yeah, if you like the Patriots, go to the South Point. Uh, if you're going to get two and a half minus 110 – uh, I, I got a three at even money, but now I'm kind of jealous. I was like, man, I wish I had waited and uh, and bet two and a half there. God, <laughs> but I mean, people, they're, they're back in Jameis Winston. Uh, it, it, to me, it seems a little crazy against Bill Belichick. But then again, the Patriots do have a rookie quarterback and their offense hasn't looked too great. Any other notable big bets or sharp action that you've seen on any of the games that we haven't touched yet, Chris? Yeah, I got uh, some
2: pretty serious play on the Packers plus the three and a half. That's the Sunday night game against the 49ers. And I got to tell you, I think that's going to be a really good game. Niners have kind of had the Packers number the last couple of years. I know that doesn't always come into play, but it might mean a little something. But nonetheless, the Packers uh, plus three and a half was uh, a strong play from some pretty sharp handicappers. Another one they played me was the Eagles plus four on, Sunday, on Monday night. Um that's another play. I see that all three and a half and I think that might even go down a little bit further. But you know, I mean it's one of those things where we we usually don't have to go begging for cowboy money. It usually shows <laughs> up sooner or later. And I have a feeling that'll show up on Monday night too. But those are two uh two big games that got some very big bets from uh players that I highly respect. So obviously we moved the number on those, but uh those two games, you know, we just had a, a bunch of bets on the Bengals. Um, and then that one Patriot, uh, the the Saints bet against the Patriots was another one that I, I took note of. Those were the biggest plays of the week so far. Other than that, it's just been, you know, just your typical week. A lot of bets here and there and uh, all over the layout, and, uh, you know, that that's what we love here as bookmakers.
0: Now, that sounds uh, awesome, and it's another NFL weekend, so we're all looking forward to it here at Visa. And Chris Andrews, South Point, Sportsbook director, appreciate you joining us here on My Guys in the Desert. I will talk to you Sunday morning on the pregame show, so uh, we'll chat then and catch up, and maybe get some updated info on uh, the happenings around the NFL.
2: I'm sure there'll be updates to give. I mean, we'll be there to give them to you.
0: <laughs> All right, appreciate it, there, Chris. Have a good rest of the evening. So much good information there. Eagles plus four as a Monday night play. There also sharp money coming in on the Green Bay Packers. Anytime you can get Aaron Rodgers and the hook. Uh, it's always enticing as was for that respected better. But let's get to power rankings. We got about three minutes left in the show and I want to end it with power rankings. I've been asking people all show long of the own five teams or the own two teams, ATS, which one is most likely to cover, which one is least likely to cover. So let's go through it, starting with number five. And I think the team that's least likely to cover the New York Jets, they're getting 10 and a half points, 10 points even rather at some sports books here against the Denver Broncos and I get it that's a lot of points especially with a low total of 41 out there in the Mile High City but you're going against the covering machine himself Teddy covers Teddy Bridgewater for the Broncos 34 and 18 I believe it is against the spread so I'm not too interested in this game I don't think the Jets are really going to cover I think sometimes as betters we see oh my gosh there's so much value without taking in the fact that while this team actually might be worse than we all think, the Jets could be a candidate for worse than we think. So I would stick away, stay away rather from the New York Jets. Number four on my list, the Jacksonville Jaguars getting seven and a half or even eight in some places at home against the Arizona Cardinals. It's been ugly in Duval County for the Jags, but I think the Jags could possibly cover this one, but I wouldn't really run to the ticket counter to go and place this bet because like we've mentioned, Jaguars haven't even gotten to their own red zone so far this season. So Jacksonville Jaguars are my number four team. Number three on that list, and Chris Andrews said we got some respected money on this one. The Washington football team getting seven and a half against the Buffalo Bills, now even down to seven in some spots there. But this football team, it's, it's a good squad. Uh, the defense, I think, will have a chance to possibly uh, get back on the right side plus the Buffalo Bills offense hasn't looked that great so far this season so I think Washington is number three my number two team the Kansas City Chiefs number two to lay the points as a team that will get off the ATS Schneid I think they can cover that one as a seven point favorite against the Kansas City Chiefs this is the first time since 2018 the Chiefs are laying a touchdown or less against an AFC West opponent with Mahomes starting and my number one team the Atlanta Falcons plus three because when you're going up against Daniel Jones you gotta take the points if you can get them that is my number one team to cover they will get off the ATS tonight and I think they will actually win the game outright so that does it for my guys in the desert here on this Friday coming up next here on VEASAN the rush hour with Danny Burke so stick around for that as for this weekend best of luck with all your tickets we'll see you Monday when Stormy returns